0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Most Christians have never understood the love of God. I got some insight into this as I was praying and studying it one day. The Spirit of God said this to me, he says, you can never do anything that had caused God to love you any less. God has already committed the supreme act of love. Jesus has already died. He has already given his son the most prized possession that he had. That cannot be undone by what you do. Certainly God hates sin, but he loves the sinner. You cannot do anything. That'll keep God from loving you. Now, we've done an injustice to our children saying, you do that and God won't love you. That is a lie. Now, they ought not do it all right, but you ought to use some other method to keep them from doing it because we've got them to thinking once they sin, they're banished from God and God doesn't love them. And that's not true. The supreme act of love has already been committed. It cannot be changed. God is love. Perfect love casteth out fear. And when you understand the love of God, you will never have any fear. Come into God and say, Father, I've sinned, forgive me. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse me and make me clean, for I know that you are love. Say it with me. God is love. Hallelujah. Now, loving an individual and walking in love and not in strife is not something you always feel like doing. You don't always feel like loving somebody. It's a decision you make. Now let me show you something about the love of God. Now somebody said, oh, I can't feel right about them, so I can't love them. Listen, there's people that I don't want to do business with. I mean, I've been in business with them once. I haven't forgotten it. I am not going to forget it. Somebody said, well, you haven't forgiven if you haven't forgotten. Oh yeah, I've forgiven all right. But I am not going to forget it, because if I forget it, I might go back in business with them. (laughs) I'm smarter than that, you know. But you see, I can love that individual, because I made a decision to do it. God made a decision to love. Now ask yourself, did God want to give his son and have him killed? You think that was pleasant to God? No, he had no desire to kill his son or have his son offered as a sacrifice, but he made a decision to love that much. Now, can you see that you have to make a decision to love? Now, I'm talking about things in your everyday life. You have to make a decision to love individuals. You may not want to do it. You may wish you didn't have to do it, but the Scripture tells you how you can do it. You can do it by faith. And you know how you do it by faith? Turn with me to Luke's Gospel, the 17th chapter. Let's read from verse 3. Jesus is speaking, Take heed to yourselves, if thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. If he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. You mean, Lord, if he does it seven times? The same thing seven times in one day. Yes, he said, forgive him. Now listen to what the apostles said. Not disciples. Apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. (laughs) Now see, that proves you have to have faith to forgive people. Lord, increase our faith. And Jesus said, the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto the sycamine tree, or to the problem that's facing you, or to the unforgiveness, Be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it would obey you. It should obey you. The Greek says it would obey you. Now notice, Jesus is telling them how to use the principle of faith to get rid of unforgiveness. If you had faith as a seed, you would say, I do forgive. Unforgiveness will not stand between me and this individual. I make a decision to forgive them, and in Jesus' name, I'm saying it, I forgive them in Jesus' name. Now, what did the Bible say about the law of faith? Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, but believe what he says, or come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. The apostles knew that, and they said, Lord, if we're going to forgive the man seven times in a day, we're going to have to have more faith. He said, you don't need more faith. What you need to do is plant what you have by saying. Are you getting this? Some of you said, but you just don't know what they did to me. No, I don't know what they did to you, but I know what unforgiveness will do to you. It's a sin unto death. Oh, it got quiet in here. Now let me explain what I mean by sin unto death. Unforgiveness is not like any other sin in the world. Unforgiveness is a continuing sin as long as it exists. Now, I can get mad if I get mad and sock a guy in the jaw, and I can say, oh, my Lord, I shouldn't have done that. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me, and I apologize to the guy, as far as God's concerned, just as though it never happened. But now, if I go to God and say, now, Lord, you know I've got unforgiveness against brother so-and-so. Forgive me of that unforgiveness. He say, beat it, Mac." Because the Word says, if you do not forgive, neither will your Heavenly Father forgive you. You cannot get forgiveness of a sin that you're continuing in. Unforgiveness is a continuing sin until the day you die, unless you forgive. That's why I say it's a sin unto death. doesn't mean it'll cause you to die. It may well do it alright. But you see, the way you get over that is to say, in the name of Jesus, I make a decision to forgive, and I can forgive. I do it by faith, and I proclaim it, I speak it, and it comes to pass. He'll have whatsoever he saith, because faith cometh by what? Hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. So we walk in love because it's a decision that we make. We make a decision to do that. And then we do it. We walk in the love of God. Perfect love casteth out fear. There is no fear in love. Now, Romans, the twelfth chapter. Let's take a look at something Paul said there. Romans chapter 12, verse 17. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Now, you see, I know all of you know some individual that you wish right now that five of the biggest deacons of this church would get them, put them in a car, carry them out somewhere in a wooded area, tie them to a tree, and pray for them in tongues all night. That was what you wanted them to do, wasn't it? (laughs) Well, you see, we all have some people that we'd like for them to be prayed for in tongues all night. <laughs> but he said, Vengeance is mine, and I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him drink. In so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, God's method is to overcome evil with good. Paul made a statement on one occasion and said, when your obedience is fulfilled, then it'd be all right. Now, I'm paraphrasing it. It's all right for you to avenge others when your obedience is fulfilled. Well, that took us out of it, didn't it? (laughs) But now notice, we keep ourselves from the wicked one by being a doer of the Word of God. We've got to be a doer of the Word. And when you become a doer of the Word of God, then you're blessed in your deeds. He says, He that looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, James is saying it. in James, the first chapter, Looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the word or work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. Now does that compare with what Jesus said? He said, He that cometh to me, heareth my sayings and doeth them. He doeth them. Then when the storms of life come, they won't sweep you away. The flood arose, the stream beat the Himalay upon his house, and it says it could not. Didn't say it didn't, been great if it said it didn't. But it didn't say it didn't, it said it couldn't. You know the difference in didn't and couldn't. If they said it didn't, it just meant that storm didn't. But when it says couldn't, it means any storm couldn't. Now that's the difference in an individual that comes to Jesus and hears his sayings and doeth them and an individual that just comes to Jesus and hears his sayings and does his own thing. See, I've had individuals say to me, well, now, Brother Caps, I know the Word said that, but here's the way I believe it. Well, that's the reason you're in the mess you're in. You don't believe it like the Word said it. <laughs> now, here Paul says, If thine enemy hunger, feed him, and if he's thirsty, give him drink. and so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head. Now, don't you be like the lady was that came to the pastor and she wanted to counsel with the pastor. And the pastor said, well, what's the problem? Well, I said to my husband, said, he's so mean. Said, he's so mean to me. Said, he just does everything he can to rile me up and just treats me terrible. Well, he said, sister, have you tried heaping coals of fire on his head? He assumed that she knew this verse of scripture, but she didn't. She said, well, no, pastor, I hadn't tried that, but said I did throw hot scald and water on him. Well, that is not what Paul had in mind at all. We have to be doers of the word of God if we're going to be blessed in our deeds. Three things. You must come to Jesus. You must hear what he said. And then you must be doers of the Word of God if you're going to be blessed in your deeds. If your house is going to stand, if your life is going to stand when the problems of life come like a torrent against you, you must be a doer of the Word of God. The Word of God will make you stand in perilous times. Hallelujah. Blessed be God.
1: God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, this is the last day for... CD offer number 7211. It's entitled, How to Keep Yourself from the Wicked One. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. No, it doesn't say how to get God to keep the devil off of you. It says how to keep yourself from the wicked one. Well, no, it's not that we're going to do it by ourselves but we take the word of god and speak the word of god and we overcome the wicked one take for instance what did jesus do in the Mount of temptation he didn't pray to god to get the devil off of him he said it is written it is written it is written the word of god that was in him radiated from him and he began to quote God's word and the devil leaveth him for a more opportune time and he never did find it he settled those temptations forever when he said it is written and he began to say man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of God I tell you I get excited every time I talk about it but John said in the fifth chapter first John says we know that Whosoever is born of God sinneth not, does not practice sin, but he is begotten of God, keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Well, we know that Jesus told the disciples, he said, I'm anointing you, and you go forth, you heal the sick, cast out demons, and do this in my name. Cast out demons, speak with new tongues, lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Mary said, Whatsoever he saith to you, do it. And I'll tell you, if you do what Jesus said to do, you'll keep yourself from the wicked one because you're doing the word of God and God is all behind it. Have a toll-free auto line, 1-877-396-9400. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Until Monday, this Charles Caps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is